Hello, this is Pastor Tim Sims. Welcome to the St. John Chester podcast, reaching out to you with the good news of Jesus during this time of social distancing. Today, a brief word on the blessing of God's Word and the life of Horatio Meditatio Tentatio. No, those are not the names of the original three musketeers. I'll explain in a minute. But let's begin with one of several passages that serve as the foundation of this concept of Horatio Meditatio and Tentatio. It's Psalm 1, verses 1 to 2. It reads, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Blessed is the man. Well, understand, uh, while oftentimes in scriptures a man is being addressed, there are some instances in which it is specifically supposed to be a man only. But here is not one of those times necessarily. Here we can take this as addressing any person who fears the Lord. So blessed is the man or the person. And then we see a three-point progression. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, or stands in the way of sinners, or sits in the seat of scoffers. What's happening here is a picture is being painted of someone who is originally fearing the Lord and is uncomfortable with the ways of evildoers, but they're walking with them and they're being influenced by them. Their counsel has an impact on them. But they're not comfortable with doing anything but keeping on moving when they're around them. Then suddenly it progresses to this same person standing in the way of sinners, getting a little more comfortable here. And now they're not only being influenced, but they're going in the exact way that the other sinners who don't fear the Lord are. And then finally, this person sits. Boy, he's comfortable now. Comfortable to the point that he's willing to sit with those who make a mockery of God and his teachings on righteousness. In contrast, blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord. Now, the law of the Lord here is not limited to the Ten Commandments, as we might think of it, but this is God's Torah or instruction, and you could even take it out so far as to be basically the Word of God, the Scriptures as a whole. And when one delights in God's Word and continually meditates on it, well, that's always going to be a blessing. The Scriptures reveal God's will, His desire, His commands that are good for us. It also reveals, of course, our sin when we don't go in the direction that God would have us go, and also God's mercy for those who have gone astray. The one who ultimately blesses us with forgiveness and eternal life is also revealed. God's word reveals the word made flesh to us. The Holy Spirit brings us to faith in the triune God and brings us to trust in Jesus as our only Savior from our sin. This is the ultimate blessing of God's Word. And that's why God encourages us to meditate on it day and night. It's a blessing for us to live 
the Psalm 1, Oratio Meditatio and Tentatio Life. That brings us to this concept. Oratio Meditatio and Tentatio are Latin words describing a way of life that is stressed, especially in the training of pastors, has been for centuries. But Luther, who was trained in this way, believed that it was also helpful for all Christians. Oratio Meditatio Tentatio, translated into English, roughly means prayer, meditation, and tension. So let's look at these aspects of the life of the Christian. Oratio. Oratio is prayer, but not just any prayer. This is prayer in the Word, from the Word, not from inside ourselves, and using the Word. You recall Jesus in John 14 says to his disciples, Whatever you ask in my name, I will give it. Well, this is not prayer done Janis Joplin style. Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? That's not what's happening here. What Jesus is putting forth is the idea that when we pray according to God's will, in Jesus' name, we will receive what we need, when we need it, according to God's will and time, every time. Praying in God's Word, using God's Word as the basis for our prayers, keeps us praying according to His will, instead of us creating something that is not really of God's will or desire. So that's Horatio. It's prayer in the Word of God. So what's meditatio? Well, that's meditation. But not as we might think of it sometimes. This is meditating with the focus on the external Word. That is, the Scriptures. Something that's given to us, not something that comes from inside of us. In other words, this is not meditation where you go off by yourself and seek the things inside of yourself. Um, It's not going off by yourself without the Bible and asking God to reveal himself to you in some other way. God reveals himself using word and spirit. So this meditation, this meditatio, is careful, thoughtful, reading and studying and consideration of God's Word, listening to it and to what God reveals to us in the Scriptures, and for us to continually think about it, reading it and hearing it over and over again. Luther referred to this as ruminating on the Scriptures. What does this mean? Ruminating. You know, a ruminant is an animal that doesn't just chew something once, swallow it, and the work's done. A ruminant is an animal that swallows its food after chewing it partially, then spits it back up, chews on it again, then swallows it in another stomach, then spits it back up, chews on it again. I know it doesn't sound very appetizing, but it's a great concept when it comes to how we study God's Word. We read, we reread, and we think about it some more. We pray about it. We contemplate what this word means for us in our life. That's meditating on it day and night. So we pray in the scriptures and meditate on the scriptures. But what's the point and purpose of all that? Well, I can tell you it's not so you can win Bible trivia contests. This question of purpose brings us to the third part 
of oratio, meditatio, tentatio, trial, tension, or even spiritual affliction. Praying and meditating on God's Word prepares us for the struggles that inevitably come to us as sinners who live in a fallen, sinful world. Now, for the pastor, it's very important to be in prayer and meditation in God's Word so that when the people we are called to serve experience trials and afflictions, the comforting words and promises of God's forgiveness and salvation in Jesus Christ are readily available in our hearts and minds to share with those who are in such dire need. But you don't have to be a pastor to benefit from this Psalm 1 blessing of meditating on God's Word day and night. You yourselves will bear crosses in the various aspects of your lives. In your various callings and vocations, there will be tension. As a son or daughter, a husband, a wife, a father, mother, co-worker, neighbor, friend, fellow member of a church. Well, in prayer and meditation in God's Word, you are prepared for the struggles you encounter in those various aspects of life for your benefit and for the benefit of those you know and love. Today we've covered the what of prayer, meditation, and tension. For some, the question might be, how? How does one do oratio, meditatio, tentatio, and live this Psalm 1 life? Well, in our next podcast, we'll talk about what this looks like and work through an example of how this is actually done. If you're concerned that this all sounds a little too monastic or that this is too complicated or time-consuming, well, don't be intimidated by it. It's more simple than you think, and it will truly be a blessing for you. I look forward to being with you again soon to talk about this. Until then, the Lord be with you.